Hey, what's going on, motherfuckers? Welcome back to uh, Frank Berry, Life and Car Confessions. Uh, it's Thursday, May 24th, 2018. How's it going? How's your week been? How's, uh, you know, life going good, huh? How's work been? Been good at work? Be going good for you. Oh, your boss been talking shit. You found out from Susan. Yeah, what'd he say? Oh, that bastard. No, don't don't do that. You don't want to go to jail. I mean, we'll look for another job first before you like shit on his desk. Nah, I mean, there's cameras. And like people get space phones now and shit. You don't want to just like shit on somebody's desk and not have another job. I'm quite sure where like, you know, with the DNA, the way they do DNA nowadays, they can like find out that show shit. And then you like, you don't got a job. And be like, oh, and try to go for another job. Be like this motherfucker, like the shit on desk. It's going to be hard to find another job when that when that's in your portfolio. So just, you know. Look for another job first, get it, and then, you know, one of these days, uh, I'll wait about at least two months, two months, and then um, when you're thinking about it, I would say uh, you have like at least two days off, start the morning off with like some like yogurt, I think yogurt helps you like really loosen things up, and then uh get like a big bowl of like salad yeah like salad fruit maybe a chicken salad lunch dinner i will go straight mexican all everything i'm telling you and drink it down with some some uh some uh some pomegranate juice all that's gonna make you shit and it's gonna be rough and then that's when you throw it on his desk like you go back you find another motherfucker who don't like him, who ain't gonna say shit, and just like throw it on his desk then. Boom. Or wear a mask. Make sure you're fully covered. Cover it up, head to toe. Then go throw the shit on his desk. Alright? That's just my personal opinion. It's your life. Do what the fuck you want. Anyway, to get into it, uh, not a few things to go through today. A lot, a lot of shit. But, uh, first thing I wanna talk about, of course, is Deadpool. The new Deadpool movie came out. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, that, and fucking, this like, man, that motherfucker, that shit was funny. It may be either just as good, if not maybe a little bit better than the first one, which is awesome, because it's a good fucking movie. Uh, definitely <laughs> a lot more jokes, a lot more wisecracking, uh, he was just a, he's just a silly ass motherfucker, man. I mean, highly recommend it. And when you find out who the main bad villain is, it was like awesome for me because for people who know me know that like I'm doing a Marvel sleeve and it's like I'm doing villains. And it started off with the first the first villain like I kind of like thought was cool when I watched old X Men cartoons, so I started off with him. And just go see the movie. You'll see who it is. And he was in it. And there was so much. Oh. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, There's a couple of scenes. Well, and then like a lot of cast members back there. A couple of new people. Uh, of course, uh, his buddy, who was the bartender, was had some more shit to talk about his ass, about the way he looks. That shit was hilarious. And then, uh, <laughs> he got a five. Okay, from the first movie, um, he was roommates with a blind black lady, and um, he had here like some guns there, a bag of cocaine, and uh, a bag that said uh, "the cure for blindness" on it. Cause of, like I said, a, a blind old black lady, and uh, you finally got to see what was in that whole like little. 
he came back to because they weren't living together no more. So he came back to where uh, the black lady lived and opened up the little hut, whatever secret passage way where he had hid all that shit. And you seen was in the, <laughs> the cure for blindness, the cocaine, and all that shit. And um, watching the the blind lady the movie, and um, it got me thinking about just not only her and like the other black people. Just throughout history, let's say Helen Keller, uh, Stevie Wonder, Ray Charles. Uh, did they like like jack off? Did they like rub one out and like masturbate? Because one, I, I clearly believe Helen Keller would have been like the best with her hands to like kind of rub one out. And then, um, so it was like, okay, so you're blind, right? I mean, your other senses are heightened. So, like, smelling and, like, hearing. So, let's say you did live with somebody. You want them, like, you out in the open. And um, they just come in to see you, like, rubbing one out. But they're being very quiet. You don't hear it. Maybe you got get some, like, headphones on listening to moans and shit. Because so, you can't see nothing. So... And it's like, also, like, how would, how would that work? Are you just going off sounds that you heard before that made make it wet and or your dick hard to start rubbing it out to? Or um, kind of, because you never seen nothing because you're blind. So it's, I've been wondering about that for the last few days. So he, So here's like. A question for you guys. Uh, if you like are, are blind and you just so happen to listen to this podcast, which thank you. I don't know how you find it or maybe somebody just told you about it. Who could see and hear? Um, or if you like know somebody who blind, you got a mom, dad, auntie, uncle. A ex, somebody you cool with, best friend, you can just ask them, hey, how the fuck do you rub one out? Because um, you can't see, uh, what do you go off of? No, Ray Charles, from what I've seen from the movie, um, he used to feel on arms and elbows, and that would, you, that would, that would like make him, like, his dick hard, and, um, which, you know, if that's what he into, go for it. But um I just and I think he had a plethora of kids. I know Stevie Wonder, he got a lot of kids, so he do a lot of fucking. But also he had money and he like and nobody also nobody care about Stevie Wonder because the nigga he get half of his head his head is gone. Like his hair. Half of the top part hold on. He only get hair and like that back part of your head. You know what I'm talking about? Where like you can just palm the back of your head. That's what his headline starts in the on the middle of the top of his head. And it just dreadlocks to go straight back and down. And um, nobody has told this nigga that, hey, um... You ever thought about cutting this shit off? Because, like, you know, it looks kind of ridiculous. Uh, don't get me wrong. He like he's a musical genius. He's one of the uh, top blind people of all time. Um, I personally, personally would like him more than Ray Charles for us, like, musically and, and uh, probably uh, blindness. Um but uh, it just watching that movie made me wonder that shit. And uh, the black the black lady didn't rub one out in the movie, but you know it had me thinking. Hey, he just like kind of came to our house to get the cocaine, and like, what if she was rubbing one out? Like we never saw if she had a room, her own home room. In the first one, she was just mostly on the couch. And it's like, 
What the fuck, man? That's what I left the movie thinking about. Also laughing, crowing the movie because uh, it's a good fucking movie. I also left the movie think like, okay, I didn't notice this. Well, I won't say I didn't notice. It was a whole from the first movie when she had pegged his ass. I was like, uh, uh-uh. but like now that she wasn't like fucking him. The like Deadpool like wife and or girlfriend or whatever. I think I believe they got married in the first one. Yeah, they were. Or at least engaged. I can't remember. But <coughs> she is fine as hell. Like it was a scene where it's like she just got no the know how they be wearing like the sweater. Women be wearing like the like the kind of large sweater that just go down to like the top part of their thigh to kind of just cover the butt cheeks. She fine. Like, she got some nice, smooth-looking legs. And, like, she's wearing a sweater. She got long hair. I, I got a thing for brunettes. Because cause Tina Fey, fine as hell. And she wear glasses. Uh, which is another which is another thing I like. Uh, I used to be a fan of Katy Perry. Till she cut her hair off and went blind. And now, like, her music sucked. And, um, uh, who the fuck else? Oh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to add the girl from Deadpool to the list, too. I'm going to add her to the list. She's on that TV show, Gotham. I'm going to add her to the list as, um, one of the finest. What? Her? Still, still Tina Fey and Zoe Deschanel, like, those three right there, even though, like, Zoe kind of cut, cut her hair, it's not as long as it used to be, but, like, she's still fine. I would say those three women right there, uh, said it before, I'm say it again, because I'm adding this one to the list, took Katy Perry, y'all, she off. And the chick from Deadpool and the, the TV show Gotham to the list. Like, all three of them, I eat their ass. Like, after, uh, like, they can go running. And soon they run their ass back in the house. I'm like, drop them jeggings or leggings, yoga pants, whatever the fuck pants. And they sweating and perspiring. Got their running shoes on with the socks. The running socks, you know, with the little ball in the back. Those, I'm guessing that. In my mind, that's when we're running. Those the socks with the ball in the back, and like she she got a headband on and she's sweating, and her and her sport bra. Talk about woo, that was a good run. I need some water, and while she's drinking water, I'm pulling down her yoga pants and I'm eating ass. I would do that. They so fine. I'll let them put one finger in my booty, and I don't even care which one. Middle, index, they can choose. One finger, not two. And I'm watching the girl from Deadpool at all times because she makes me nervous because of, of what she did before. But uh, not to me, but in the movie. But yeah, those three, I would definitely, uh, I would let them spit in my mouth. I don't know. It's just, it's, we can do some we, we can do some white people. From what I see in porn, we can do some white people shit that they do in porn. I would love to bang those chicks and they all call me a nigga. Which brings me to the other thing. Like, I don't know if y'all saw this, but, uh, here's a black guy. I don't know if he retired. I didn't read too much into it. I just, as soon as I seen it, the headline, this, I mean, I forgot the motherfucker's name too, but you could, you could look it up. Black or porn star suing this company, uh, Dog Fart for racist porn. So he was in there fucking these white women, right? And they were like calling him a nigger, like, oh, you give me that nigger dick. And it was a strong, strong ER, too. I know. I watched the scenes. Because um, that's why I seen it. Because I seen it in the porn. I was like, man, I want to get this in real life. I want to get me a white woman to call me a nigger while I'm fucking her. And like, I fulfill that fantasy, as y'all know. But, uh,. Yeah, I was like, this, this is, this is what dreams are made of, 
And then he want to go say, hey, man, I don't like the fact that you had these white women call me uh, a, a nigga with the strong E on it while I was fucking them. Like, one, I'm quite sure you knew that was in the script. Like, or and or that was going like, to happen in the scene. I'm quite sure you were, wasn't the very first one to do it. And, um, and, um, I mean, there's other black guys who did it, but you're the one who got offended by it, which, okay, you got offended. But if you shot, if you didn't say nothing then, like, hey, I don't feel comfortable with her calling me a nigga while she's, while I'm fucking her. There was, I was listening to this uh, one podcast called uh, Guys We Fuck, and he had uh, this porn star on there, who was an ex-porn star. Um, and, uh, she shot, a, I don't want to know if it was dog fart, but, um, it, I think it was, I can't remember her name, but it was, uh, the porn star name, but, um, she, she was, uh, one of those porns where it was interracial, but she was fucking a black guy, and it was like, fuck my mom, you fuck my mom, so she was playing the mom of a white dude who, Oh, like the black dude with some money and to get to pay the uh, white dude back for the money that he didn't get. He, the black guy fucked his mom. And, um, she said that, uh, and doing the scene, like the director was like, yeah, you can, uh, call him a nigga and for the scene. It's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that one, buddy. That sound like a setup. I'm good. I'm going to keep letting him poke me in my booty hole. And I'm not going to say, give me that nigga dick in my ass. So, if she could say no, to it's like, no, nah, I'm good. How come you didn't say no? So like, nah, I don't want it. I don't want her to do that to me. I'm not about that life, son. And just ruin it. Ruin it. If, I, if this being a porn, it's going to get, probably going to get made, but it's not going to do it now because your punk bitch ass ruined it for everybody. I can't hear no racist ass shit like that. Like nigga dick and cock and all of that. Cause your punk ass did, got all sensitive about it. That even, Cause you probably not working. That's why you mad. Nobody want to hire your ass. Cause you sensitive. Or you, you can't get it up. I don't fucking know. But you ruining my dreams man. Fucking dick. Oh, you should have said some years ago. That's all I'm saying. All oh, butt hurt about it now. Feeling like you've been me too. You not you don't got a vagina. You can't be a part of the movement. I don't think. I think. Is it? Oh, is this a different? Is me too just for the women and like for dudes? Is like me, dude. That's what we need to find out. Because there's been guys, if Terry Crews said something happened to him, so can he be say you, me too? Or did he got to say uh, me dude? Because, you know, I think me too is just for vaginas. And, and like, if you're a guy, you can't say I've been me too. You got to say something else. I have not done research about this. Uh, it just popped in my head. And I think... That's accurate. It sounds pretty fucking accurate to me, so I'm gonna say it's right. Um, if I'm wrong, maybe I'll sh- let me know. And don't be a dick about it. And if no what, fuck it, be a dick. Then I'm just gonna be a dick back. We we can all be dicks. This is one big dick world. And if you got a small dick, I'm sorry. It's not it's not the big dick world that you thought you hoped it would be for you. I guess if that makes sense. Probably don't. I'm probably I'm probably bringing it up. I'm probably getting butt hurt about it, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean nothing. I care about you. We all do. Shh, little lamb, you. And I'm not talking about you. You, you know, what I'm saying you winky woo, but you know, you know what I mean. Cause I care. You care. I care. Care Bears. Alright. Now, on, on on to other news. Uh other shit. Uh 
everybody talk about it. I figure I should go ahead and bring it up. Uh, real wedding, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, got got had a nigga in the White House. Now we got a nigga in the United Kingdom of England or Great Britain or wherever the fuck to you she at now. I don't fucking know. Whatever they speak, the language that they speak uh, of that, that's where she at with them. Eating crumpets and tea. I think wherever they say Royale with cheese and she had a Royale wedding and if you don't know what any of that means if you don't know that movie quote Royale with cheese you're very very young and should probably stop listening to this podcast or even better yet go look up the movie Pulp Fiction there's one in Quentin Territory Quinn Tarantino's top movie. I love Pope Fish. That was like, and I was like late to it. Like it had been out for like, I don't know how many years before I saw it. And uh, but it was fucking dope. It's a good ass fucking movie. You should totally check it out if you've never seen it. Great fucking movie. He had, he got a lot of great movies. Besides Pope Fiction, there was shit. The movie that he did for uh, Grindhouse, Death Proof. Um, Reservoir Dogs I've seen that movie extremely late like I don't know how long that movie been out but I've seen it like three year, two or three years ago I think that's one of his first movies shit from Dust to Dawn that's the that's one of the first that's I think that's when I found out about him cause I've seen that movie before I've seen anything else and of course it's like one of my all-time favorite movies, Django. So, uh, yeah, please look him up. Find out, and 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 when you, when you look him up, come back, re-listen to this podcast, and then laugh your ass off when I say Royale with cheese and Royale wedding, because it's gonna make sense now. Fuck people, and um, so so. The ginger fell in love with a black woman, which only makes sense because he's a ginger, and um, he just proves, it further proves that gingers need love too. And he found him some light-skinned booty. Cause she's, I do believe she's a half-breed. I know the mama black. I've seen pictures of daddy. He, he is like highly Caucasian, and. But yeah, she's a half breed. He is full ginger, and she's like a light. But she she look good though. A uh, kudos to him because she look she pretty. In the great words of um, Michael Jackson, she is a pretty young thing. Pyt, if you don't know that song, go look at the fuck up, people. Shit. I'm dropping gems right now in this episode. Giving you great movies. I'm giving you a great song. Go look this shit up. And uh, here's <laughs> I seen they had what a a black preacher and um a black piccolo player. But uh, here. <laughs> One of the best memes, uh, gifs of what the fuck ever I see from that wedding, which it was the first one I seen was they put the song from uh, "Coming to America." She's your queen to be when she walked down the aisle. That shit was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, I was dying. If I, man, if I ever get married. I hope my Harley, my hope my Latin and or highly Caucasian wife would totally be down with coming to the aisle to she's your queen to be, cause I just gonna let everybody know at the at the wedding what's about to happen. It's only about to get stupider from here, and um, either you join in or you should leave. 
And another another great uh, meme I seen was uh, they had the preacher say the shave shit for the preacher to come to America. But put your hands together for Randy Watson, ladies and gentlemen. Randy Watson. Yeah. And if you don't know that goddamn movie, if you don't know coming to America, I swear to God, I'm going to hold you down and just I'm going to find you, I'm going to hold you down and just show you all these great fucking movies, man. Coming to America is one of the greatest black movies of all time. I've seen Eddie Murphy, I've seen your hall. Other black people in that movie, but god damn it, man. You should, you should know Coming to America. It's fucking. It's so good. I know it's like from the 80s, but god damn it. I can still sit down and watch that movie. That shit. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. Who next? Fucking hilarious, man. That's fuck. That's such a good movie. But anyway, they took that meme. That whole Randy. Let's give it up for Randy Watson. And they added that to the fucking uh. Like like glimpses of the old the royal wedding. And he started singing. You see all the white people in the audience that that saying nothing. And you hit a black dude. It a it uh. It was part of the movie. He started, started clapping. Ooh, that boy good. You must be crazy. Man, and they just showed all the people white faces that was, at, you know, in over there in, like, uh, the UK version of Florida. And that, that's, man. That shit was hilarious. That shit was fucking hilarious. Go look that shit up. First, watch Coming to America, and then watch that meme with them with them doing that shit. And that shit's fuck you. I was I was hollering laughing when I seen that. Like these motherfuckers are retarded, retarded. Oh man, what else be going on? <coughs> oh, excuse me. So um. Another another shit. I watched that. Uh, I finally sat down. Was able to watch that uh, new Netflix stand-up special with uh, John Mulaney and it with Kid Gorgeous, Kid Gorgeous, and that shit was fucking hilarious. The way he when he kept talking about his fucking uh, the guy who used to came come in and give talk get the speeches to kids for. Like Stranger Danger and all that shit. That shit was fucking hilarious. I'm quite sure you got Netflix or you borrowing somebody Netflix. Go look. Go watch that stand up. I think his first stand up is still on the um, New in Town. Watch that one. That shit is hilarious. That motherfucker retarded. I like some John Manangley. And he was on an episode of Crashing. <laughs> Where... Um, which, like, I think this happened like a week or two ago when Amy Schumer went to a comedy club. And so I, I found out more stuff about it. I just want to throw in my two cents, but the guy was, it was his, uh, f- his first ever feature that night at this comedy club. And, um, the night, what was it? I think it was the same week that she hosted SNL. So she went to the comedy club. I look quite sure I don't like California or something. And, um, she showed up and the guy had was like maybe like 10 minutes into the act. And he was featuring, so he was like 40, 45 minutes. And, um, he was, uh, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna say he was like 10 minutes. Cause I listen, like I heard a podcast with him on it. And, um, he was saying he was like maybe like ten minutes. Of his act, his first time ever featuring. He's probably been doing it for like seven, eight years. I don't know, maybe even ten years. And now he's like finally featuring. He's featuring at the comic club, and it's, uh, he's just not getting a crowd going. And um, his parents are there, and like some friends, and like probably like brothers, sisters, whatever. And like 
you hear something like in the back and Amy asks, Hey, do you mind? Can you think I can just go on, right, go on right quick and do like 10 minutes? And he said, yeah, I mean, and she, she, I don't want to say she went over, but, uh, he, he, she said, yeah, he said, yeah to it. And, um, which if anything, I think personally, like kudos to him. I mean, I'm quite sure. I mean, he probably went back and was like, yeah, that was so and so. Give it up, and we're trying to. Probably was kind of hard to kind of get flowing back into his uh, finish that last forty minutes, thirty minutes of his stand up, which probably worked that well for him. I don't fucking know, but uh, he was saying he was cool with it, and uh, I heard a lot of comedians shit know that because like this man first time feature, like you could have. Went to any other comedy club. Her one comedian said, "This like he could have, she could have went to the LOL theater. That's like five minutes down the road, and not interrupt this guy first time ever featuring act." Which I agree with that one. Like to see this guy featuring, like don't just cut this man off ten minutes into it. And then he got to kind of start and get back up. But the man said he was cool with it. So, fuck it. Two tears in the bucket, so fuck it. I just personally feel like, man, that would fucking suck for me. Like, if you want to go on before I started, if anything, I would say, let me... Oh, no, fuck that. Because then I had to find rhythm again. I'm quite sure the whole rhythm thing. Like, if I'm just doing 10 minutes, you want to come on? Yeah, well, motherfucker, come on. Like, I'm about to be 10, I'm about to be up. I'm doing 15? Like, nigga, give me five more minutes. I'm about to be done. Or if I'm doing half an hour, I'm going to be done soon. If I got to do an hour, I'm 10 minutes into it. Nigga, you waiting, because I ain't, I ain't, I ain't. This is just my personal opinion. One, uh, that happened to me in like, uh, let's say Chappelle came up. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I go on? Like, hey, motherfucker, I don't mind at all. I want an autograph. Because, one, I'm definitely not going back up there after that. And most likely, he's about to do two, three hours, which is totally fucking fine. Because I got an autograph. And I'm about to sit here and just enjoy this with everybody else. If Eddie Murphy decides, you know what? I'm coming back and I'm going to come back tonight. Do you mind? Once again, autograph. And then I'm almost, and I'm, and hopefully it's good. Now, I know the name, I know the name like to a two, um, Black people, but let me fucking finish. Bill Burr, come on. All these people can autograph first, and then go do your thing. I ain't named a female comedian yet. Uh, Ali Wong. She got two Santa specials on the on Netflix. Once again. Autograph, motherfucker. I'm not letting Jerry Seinfeld go on before me. Because I'm very, very dirty. And he clean. I know he don't care, but I care. And I'm not doing it. I don't give a fuck this motherfucker. Dude got $700 million. Tell you what, I'll let him go on before. How many, I asked how much time you doing. He said, I want to do 15 minutes. I need $15,000. Tax free. I need tax free. Write me a check. I'm gonna go to the bank and make sure it go go in there. You know you can just slide checks. You got machines where you just slide a check in there. I'm gonna slide a check in, and then if it come out saying "fuck you, nigga," I'm coming back to the club. You better be gone because I'm fucking you up. That's 15 minutes of my stand-up. Well, one, I ain't, you just fucked in my flow. 
I can't go on after you. I don't give a fuck you only doing 15 minutes. You got $700 million. Give me 15000 And you get, you got a whole house. Bought a house next to your house that's filled with cars. Give me 15000 So I can go get a car. Most likely it's going to be used. Can't buy a new car with $15,000. You can get close. Well, you can. But let's put out, put out 10. And then, you know, get a side job. Do something. Anyway. Besides watching that John Mulaney stand-up on Netflix. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but God damn it, that's how I do my podcast. Y'all should be fucking used to it by now. Um, fast watching that John Mulaney stand-up. I watched uh, season two of 13 Reasons Why, because uh, I had to find out. I mean, I watched season one. I needed, I need, I, I was dedicated to the show. I needed to finish. Okay, and in the process of fi- uh, finishing up that show, um, Man, okay, so you know, if you if you don't know about Thirteen Reasons Why, did I with a girl who uh, killed herself, and uh, thirteen episodes giving like thirteen different reasons why she had made like cassette tapes, which I know a lot of a lot of you people don't know what that is, um, and and uh, a lot of us do, a lot of you do know who it is, what it is, a cassette tape is, but um. She left 13 different, no, 12, 13, I can't fucking remember the first season. But she left cassette tapes having like, and uh, like, it had people's, you could do like 12 different people who she talked about on these cassette tapes, 12, 13. And, um, and, um, like all these different, different people heard the tapes. And one guy, I think he was like the last guy who was about to hear it, and um, he wanted to do something about it because she like calling out these people and explaining her story of why she killed herself on his cassette tapes, and um, and they were like high school, but like in the suburbs, so, so suburban high school, and. It was like, man, like, I got a buddy who young, like, 25. He watched 13 Reasons Why. I like, man, I, I seen him, like, the following, like, the following week at work. I like, man, I watched that 13 Reasons Why. Like, that shit was crazy. They're like, yeah. And, uh, he was said, that's just like the high school I went to. Like, you fucking serious? Like, yeah. This is white, that is white suburban high school, Frank. And I was like, god damn it, man. I feel a lot of if I have a kid and they went to a black school. Now, the education may not be that great. The book's going to be behind. But God damn it, as long as she kind of just stick to herself. They're like two good friends. Or he. You're going to have some fights. Uh, That's about it. Like, And just stay kind of watching your back. Just in case somebody may try to shoot you. But it's only going to be you. They ain't going to shoot up a whole school. They don't like. Ain't going to be no mind games. And taking pictures. And going sitting around. Like school. Like they. Black schools fight. Books ain't that great. But we fight. We fight things out. And then one person going to get shot. That's something happened. I know one person got shot in my high school. Every year. It won a group, like a mass shooting, which leads me to season two or 13 reasons why. So, it was good. I mean, a lot of shit got cleared up. Uh, one thing that didn't happen, like, I was hoping that the dude, because in it, like, the first season, it sounded like this motherfucker, one of the, one of the guys on the tape, but then they just raping bitches, man. He's a nigga, he's raping these girls in high school that he with. And I was hoping this motherfucker would actually do some real jail time. But it was just like the white kid who was in college, she raped a girl. And like, a dad was like, hey man, 
Ain't no need to ruin my light, my son's life because he got some ass. But he raped that girl. But you don't want to ruin his life. And um judge like they both was like kids, they're both like teenagers. The guy didn't go to jail. He had like three months probation. Like what the fuck, man? I'm killing this motherfucker. It, it took forever for one of the girls to like admit that uh well it was a horrible thing but she finally felt comfortable enough to like say hey this motherfucker raped me and I'm quite, I'm quite sure the whole verdict on only three months quite pissed her off pissed me off like fuck that shit and then with a kid this was the thing that got me it led, it led me to start thinking cause alright in this in this in the season, right? A dude, he like he, he you tell he was like one of those weird kids, and um, maybe could have had some problems, but he of course of course wanted the kids to get picked on, the skinny, scrawny, made fun of all that shit. So they went and got him some help. Came back to school. And came back to school. They uh, bully. Start beating him up in the bathroom, smash his head against the mirror on the fucking sink. And his two buddies hold him down. He took a broom handle and straight start putting it up to this guy's butt. Now, and the, and the broom handle had like blood and shit on it. So, after that, there's like a school dance. This motherfucker shows up in full Call of Duty gear. Like, this nigga bought a big-ass assault rifle and the pistols and all that shit. And he was going to shoot this motherfucker up. I don't know if the guy who did that to him was actually at the dance and the two motherfuckers held him down. But, uh, after I seen that scene, I was like, man, I hope this kid killed that dude. And it's fucked up. I know I shouldn't probably be saying that, whatever. But fuck that. You know how many of these grown men out here who been raped by like preachers and Catholic priests and all that stuff, and these motherfuckers like when they get raped with like the age of like ten, twelve years old, and they grew up to be like fifty, sixty. They got kids out of high school, and they finally able to say something about it. Like out of the twenty thousand, seven of them just said something. Other ones just like kind of killed themselves. Or just like kind of let it go. Not many men have actually come out and say, oh, I've been raped. Probably like five. That means 337,000 men have been raped. If five came and admitted it, at least a million have been, um, been, been assaulted. Cause what guy will come out and say that shit? It's like in Pulp Fiction. When Marcellus Rollins at the end of, towards the end of the movie, um, the, Bruce Willis and like Finn Rice, they got into a fight and, uh, into the pawn shop and the pawn owner knocks them both out and got Bruce Willis tied up and he goes to look for, uh, for, uh, Finn Rains. He was just going to leave, but it's like, fuck it. I can kind of, if I help him out, he could probably, I could just like kind of squash this. So I should be safe. He just never got a, like let this whole thing go because he, he Bruce Willis was supposed to fix the fight but he didn't. He won the fight, so he goes down to to the basement and sees the store owner and there was a cop. Yeah, his buddy was a cop. He called the buddy in and the cop was raping Vin Rames. And while the store owner dude was rubbing one out, the Bruce Willis had a store and cut this motherfucker and then took took the took a gun. And Vin Range shot to get the cop's dick off. And and Bruce Willis asked Vin Range, hey man, you alright? Like, no! I am not alright! I would never be alright! You can never talk about this. Ever. This shit goes to the grave. And it just made me think of one, that boy from 13 Reasons Why, all these, like, Catholic boys who get raped, and like, all these school shootings. Now, and you see in the news, another school shooting happened. I got a theory. And here's the theory. I think 
all these boys who've been shooting up these schools with these assault rifles, all of them got raped. I think somebody, one of the boys in that school, did some shit. They either raped, like, straight right there, or the beat them up, and then, like, took a broomstick up the ass. Just like in that one movie with, with LL Cool J, when his boy had was, like, hitting on his wife, and they were, like, probably best friends. He, he gave, like, the best man speech at the wedding. They took this motherfucker and beat him up they, like, and, like, laid him, like, spread eagle on the pool table, and he shoved a pool stick up the dude's ass. Later on, talked him up and killed him doing the garbage can. But, think about this shit. That is like an ultimate violation. Like, as I mentioned, the biggest fears of, of mine is getting raped. Now, I see these motherfuckers and he's just doing this shit, shoving broomsticks and raping dudes. I know what that happened to me. I'm killing this motherfucking entire family. I'm doing straight cause after, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get over it. And one, I'm black. So I don't know how I'm going to get the guns I need to get without like immediately the cops coming and me going to jail. Cause I'm going to even make it out the store with the guns. The cops going to be out there waiting for me. They, there he is. I light him up and just light my black ass the fuck up. But just, let's say I, I'm able to kind of get away. I'm killing this motherfucker's whole family. Because one, he has turned me into a supervillain. And this is what I do now. And he just raped me. That guy from the TV show just got straight up raped. And I'm, if I was him, man. I, so they, they, they kind of stop him in the movie, but man, they need to find out what happened. Find out what happened. I swear to God, soon they find out like why he wanted to do that and shoot a school, whatever. His boys find out, man, what happened to you? What wrong? Why you doing this? Like that motherfucker did this to me. And he, me personally, I'm gonna say he did what? Cause one, I don't think my buddy gonna admit that shit. I don't think he gonna like. Okay, he beat you up. Just let's just go fight him. Like, nah, man, you wanna stay in? He took a broomstick. And put it where the sun don't shine. I'm like, nigga, you joking? Like, I got he like, I got a tampon on. I got wings on my on my boxer briefs. Okay, I got to wear a pair of wings on me undies. Like, what the fuck? Not only I'm gonna get him back his gun, but I'm gonna go grab a Rambo knife, some rope, duct tape, some concrete. We is slicing and dicing this motherfucker, and we gonna cut his dick off and fuck him with it. We going to the sex shop. Get one of the ball gags. We we is mutilating this motherfucker. I it was glad I went from stopping you to helping you. You tell me some shit like that. They killing him, his dog, his two buddies, his buddies' dogs, cats, ducks, squirrels, Sonic hedgehogs, whatever the fuck you get. We is fucking the whole family up from the rooter to the tutor. The dead but to look like the mom. Mom gonna be fine because she already got a vagina, so every dick in the house is getting cut off. We cutting dicks. That's what I'm saying to you. Only way the dog would be fine if the dog is a female. Otherwise, if it's a male, dick coming off. Everything. Better yet, I may just cut his dick off and put peanut butter on the on the on his dick and then give it to the dog. Dogs love peanut butter. That's what I'm going to do. But it, he got to die. Just like in Pope Fiction, when Vin Rain's like, one, you never speak of this. And he going to die. I'm about to make a shirt out of this motherfucker. Okay, like inside of the lamb. I'm signing to the lamb in this motherfucker. Anyway, watch that TV show. Let me know what y'all think. I'm quite sure I'm right. Maybe not. But, man, it makes sense, don't it? And if you say it don't, you're a fucking lie. You're a fucking lie. You can't, there's, there's no going back and, like, 
A teacher can't go back and like suck that suck that kid's dick as he hit and had a broomstick shove up his ass. There's no going back. You know how much mentally he just fucked up for life. As I would be. I can't just fuck. If it, it was the, I can't, I can't, I don't know if I can even just like go, go fuck Zoe Deschanel after that. Like something happened to me that was that tragic. And then like, I don't know how, how long mentally it would take for me to be like, I want to get like a year. They said they gave me a year. I got a year time to fuck Tina Fey, Zoe Deschanel and the bro from Gotham and Deadpool movie. All three of them give me a booty. Well, I got uh, one year to, to like cash that in if I don't for what happened to me. If I don't cash it in within that time. I, it's, 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 it's voided out. It may end up being voided out, man. Cause I, I know the reason why I'm getting this because I took a broomstick where the sun don't shine. And I'm trying, trying to relive that moment in, in my part of my life. So I may not get no poon. Which fucking sucks. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this shit up. And uh, before I do, no, I'm going to give you one. So, car confession. One time I was with a group of my friends at Hooters. And uh, I had a t-shirt on that said, uh, um, Sex with me is priceless. It was like, you know, it was like the American Express shirt. But it said sex with me is priceless. And the waitress happened to ask me. So why is sex with you priceless? And I said. With no hesitation on my part. Because after we get done. You have AIDS. You get it because I'm black. And leaders to say. She really didn't talk to me. Like to our table. Not only just to me. It's like to our table. For like you know. She just, she got extreme, like, very professional. She seemed like she was being silly, having fun. But after I said that shit, she like, uh-uh. Fuck you. Fuck this table. I'm taking y'all order. I'm gonna fuck away. And that's what she did. Me and my friends laughed. She didn't think it was funny. But, uh, maybe because she had apes. And that's it. That's the podcast. And like always, if you want to get a hold of me, email me at frankberry pod at gmail.com once again that's frankberry pod at gmail.com f-r-a-n-k b-e-r-r-y p-o-d at gmail.com thanks for listening I will catch you guys next week alright motherfuckers peace